Loyal listeners, if you ever wanted to get an ad-free edition of the HLS podcast, plus get a weekly bonus episode recapping the national picture, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash ndtex. Again, that is patreon.com slash ndtex. You will also get some other exclusive content in the form of posts every week as well. So make sure to join our Patreons, including new Patreons Stacy F. and Shane P., no, not not the other Shane that podcasts with me. It's a different one. But make sure you join them as well as all of our other little Patreons. Thank you all for your support. Well, hello and welcome to the penultimate picks cast over here at Her Loyal Sons. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me ND Tex. And as always, make sure you subscribe to us over at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you happen to get your podcast feeds at. Just a few more to go. Tomorrow night, or maybe it's tonight when you're listening to this, 9 p.m. Central over at twitch.tv slash Her Little Sons for the Fiesta Bowl Sim. You can find us at Discord, herlolsons.com slash Discord, and herlolsons.com is where we will be hanging out for the foreseeable future. With that said, time to bring in Eddie. Eddie, how you doing, my friend? Oh, Ryan, we're, we're struggling a little bit with Cedar, but I tell you what, I'm a hell of a lot better than any of the fucking dweebs that were searching a former punter turned shitty radio host to try and defend someone that does not know or care about them last night. Oh, it was, uh, it, I guess, was McAfee the main character last night? Did that happen? There was there was some of that, and apparently he has a lot of fans that like to name search him and protect him from all of the willy mean tweets. Oh, did you did you uh, manage to find a handful of them? <laughs> yeah, the, the block button got some work yesterday, as it's wont to do. Well, it's it's weird. I actually called him out by name, too, and I didn't get anything. So maybe my block button and my mute button has been working just fine. So, hey, there you go. Maybe I got that taken care of. Uh, but yeah, besides that, uh, you sound like you're suffering through some of the Texas Cedar bullshit that I am right now, too. It seems like you're hitting it a little bit harder than me. But hey, at least the good news, Eddie, despite this unseasonable, we're getting our spring allergies kicking our ass in the fucking middle end of December. <laughs> uh, we went seven and one. It looks like the way Oklahoma and Oregon is going, or it's going to be seven and two, unless the ducks pull off a hell of a second half comeback. Uh, not so bad at all, especially considering that um, there wasn't a whole lot of logic involved, especially on my end. Um, so I'll tell you what, I'm going to roll with that idea again. Because who's arguing with results? Bowl season. I'm 13 and 9, you 12 and 10. Season to date, 112, 79 and 4 for the both of us. It's pretty good. I hope you're still betting with us. I know on Twitter I said I swore it off, and now I'm I'm regretting that. Apparently, somehow along the line, we know what's up one way or the other. So we might as well keep that going. 
In this episode, folks, you will have the New Year Six. That is backloaded towards the end of this show. We also have the Notre Dame pick. If this is your first time listening to a pick show, well, sorry, this is the last full one you're going to get. And also, the Notre Dame game will be last. So there will be a little bit of time traveling going on. It will all make sense. The fun games are after the break. But all that said, Eddie, how about we get ready to pick some winners and talk about some bowl giveaways? Let's go, baby. All right, we are starting Thursday morning, bright and early in God's time zone, 1030. It is the battle for the Carolinas as North and South Carolina face off in the Duke's Mail Bowl. Your favorite Incorrect. Eddie, what? We will not speak the usurper's name. This is the Belk Bowl. It will always be the Belk Bowl. Duke's Mayo can go to hell. Shitty ass condiment. Oh, this will be in Bank of America Stadium, Bofa, if you will, over in Charlotte, North Carolina. The spread on this one has moved quite a bit in favor of North Carolina. They are now a 10-point favorite after opening as a 5-point favorite. 57 and a half is the total, but Eddie, what are the Mayo kids getting? They're going to get themselves a Hypervolt Go massager and a shopping experience at the Belk's South Park flagship store. Ryan, do you know why that is? Because Belk isn't, aren't they headquartered in Charlotte? And this they was are. Belk Bowl. And this is still the Belk Bowl. <laughs> Fuck you, Dukes Mayo. I remember one year we went like looking up what we could buy uh from belk if i remember like we were on the uh we, we were on their website at some point you you can get quite a bit uh, yeah it's it's there. your your standard department store yeah it's it's there's actually one not too far away it's the first time i had shopped at belk was when i moved over here a little bit further north of dallas but yeah uh a decent store but anyways eddie please sir which carolina do you prefer today I will take the northern version of Cackalack, please. South Carolina's missing their top defensive end and their top running back, and those are kind of two of the only threats they've got. Meanwhile, North Carolina still has pretty much everybody going. You know, Sam Howell would have been a, a popular pick, I think, for most people to expect to sit this one out, but at least as of today, he's playing, so... He's, he's still pretty good, and we've seen how the SEC has done in bowls so far this year. So it's been real good. <laughs> I, uh, I do not see that changing with this game, so I will take the Tar Heels, if you please. I am going on the other side of the Cackalack. I'm heading towards the south of the Mason-Dixon line, only because this has hit my magic number, Eddie. I don't like double-digit spreads. When I went against it, it went very, very poorly for me. Kids, please, please make note of this because I will abandon this principle in the near future. However, for here, it will stay. Uh, look, if there is also one thing. If we are in invoking the spirit of Belk here, Eddie, then this bowl has to be bananas. This has that's, to be close. That's what I'm saying. That's if, a good point. If we're really invoking the spirit of Belk, there will be a mayo bath at some point. Uh, I I still want Mac Brown to get it just because I think for hilarity's sake it, it would work. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and stick to my principles, although I, I completely agree with everything Eddie said. I just think this is the last time I could take this principle and actually be right on it. Spoiler alert. 
Next up, Tennessee and Purdue. Tennessee is a five and a half point favorite against the Boilermakers. 65 points is your total. This will be at 2 p.m. on ESPN. This is the trans-perfect Music City Bowl. I'm sure no jokes will be made about that. Nashville, Tennessee. Eddie, what are the folks getting over in Nashville? I'm expecting a lot of music-laden type giveaways, but I'm sure it will be completely different. Well, we don't know, because all they give us is a gift suite. And a gift suite. Very, very interesting. Transperfect, another one of those. I have no idea who they are or what they do. Transportation, maybe? Transaction? Could be anything. I'm actually not looking this one up. Not nearly as interested as I was in Wasabi. Uh, (laughs) Eddie kind of gave the spoiler for this pick by saying SEC not doing so good. So Tennessee is one of those middle-of-the-road SEC teams. I'm going to roll with the ice-cold hand here and go ahead and take Purdue to cover in this one. You're giving me damn near a touchdown in a bowl season where it's been pretty clear that the SEC beyond that top tier and boy that top tier is good that top tier is real good but the rest of it oh yikes it's been real bad purdue on the other hand we have seen that they can get a little feisty put up some points if we're going motivation here i guarantee it is all over the boilermakers in this one so go ahead and give me that big ass stupid drum eddie who you got we got ourselves some battles here early i'm taking tennessee let's go you mentioned the line's five and a half. This opened with Purdue, actually, is a two and a half point favorite. Sure did. And here's the thing. Purdue has a couple of weapons. I, two that I can think of. One is Carl Loftus, the big, mean D lineman who causes havoc all year. Did against Notre Dame. And then, of course, there's a wide receiver, David Bell. Had a great year. Was given Notre Dame fits until Kyle Hamilton fucking... Will Ospreay hid and blade him in the back and took him out for the game. <laughs> There's a good callback. Here's the thing, though. Neither of those guys is playing. Yep. And outside of those two guys, there's really nothing all that interesting on Purdue. So I'm going to take like Tennessee. Sounds like Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Tennessee here. All right, moving on. We got a ranked matchup in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. This will be, I believe, the only New Year's Six we are going to pick in this first segment because it decided to be as far away from New Year's as possible as the rest of the Bulls, and I refuse to time travel further than a day. Number 12, Pitt. Number 10, Michigan State. Pitt opened as a favorite, but now Sparty has the two and a half points. Total in this one has plummeted from 30, excuse me, 63 and a half all the way down to 56. There's a reason why. We'll probably get to that here in a second. Uh, This will be at 6 p.m. on ESPN. This will be a Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Hotlanta. Eddie, what are the kids getting? Well, out here at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, they get themselves a $400 MasterCard gift card, a fossil watch, and a commemorative football. $400 is a nice payout. Can't can't go wrong with four hundred bucks. Absolutely, that's that's pretty solid. I like that there. All right, well, let's go ahead and get to the pick then, Eddie. That was quicker than I expected it for a big bowl. Yeah. Um. Our our feelings on players opting out has been made very clear. It's it's important for the kids to make whatever the decision they think is best for them is. But man, this went from what could have been a really fun bowl to one that is just. 
not really worth a damn. <laughs> I know. This you know, sucks. Kenny Kenny Pickett sitting out for Pittsburgh while Kenny Walker is sitting out for Michigan State. So the two real reasons to get excited for this are now gone. And uh shit. I don't know, man. I guess I'll take the two and a half and go with Pitt. Cause I think this game is just gonna be sloppy as hell with all the players out. I also think that total needs to keep plummeting. I don't think 56 is low enough. So I'm probably going to be hitting the under pretty hard here. I It's it's too bad. At the end of the day, uh, there are a lot of bets on this game, and it is a heavy, heavy public play on Sparty. So ah, it's public fade, if nothing else. Yeah, this one's rough because, like you said, uh both teams' big offensive weapons are gone, and it's really hard to try to figure out which one's going to get hurt the worst out of that. Um, there's also Pitt's got another one of the wide receivers out. Uh, Tyser Mack is out. They are also down offensive coordinator Mark Whipple, who just resigned and went to Nebraska. Just fucking weird. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, is that even a lateral move? It almost seems like a demotion. Like, it feels like it right now with on, where things are at. On his own? I don't know what's going on there. Look, here's the the bottom line for me is I basically got to trust a Michigan State offense that doesn't really do much or basically a pit offense having completely new coordinator, you know, not really knowing what they're going to do, and you got to throw the backup in. I couldn't tell you who the backup QB is if I tried. Eddie, we're just going to keep battling, man. <laughs> I think I think it hurts more when you have a quarterback out than it does your running back. That is a very good running back. It is the reason they beat Michigan. But man, as far as trying to find some kind of continuity in here, I guess Michigan State has more. It I'd feel better if this was flipped and they were still the the underdog in here. I'd feel real good about this pick. Uh but the play is the under. I, I think Eddie's nailed that one. Completely, which now they're going to score 70 points combined. We're going to wonder what the hell happened because we will just <laughs> we will just find out both defenses decided to opt out at about, oh, 5 p.m. And of course, we could always have our friend COVID just pop up and completely screw stuff up. Uh, as we saw with the holiday bowl that got canceled. What was it? Four hours before kickoff. We found out yeah. it wasn't going to happen. So, yeah, and this is a good time to know, folks, if any of this stuff changes, teams, game, we, we just take it off the board. So just as an FYI, that's why we only had eight games, nine total um, of last week. Uh, but let's move on here. We are going to stay on the 30th. We got ourselves a little Pac-12 after dark with a little bit of Big Ten creeping in there past their bedtime. Wisconsin and Arizona State. Six points, Wisconsin is favored. 41 points is the total. This will be at the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The fuck is SRS Distribution? A, a trucking company? Would you think Las Vegas? I think trucking, distribution, and logistics. Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Eddie, what are the distributing folks handing out in this one? Well, they're keeping it behind closed doors because all they're telling us is a gift suite. Well, you know what? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but whatever you do in that gift suite comes back with you, apparently. Just keep That's that in true. mind, kids. Be careful what you're doing there. Uh, as far as this game goes, man, I'm going to go ahead and take Wisconsin here. 
Uh, I don't like that they're favored by this much in a game that could come down to be a rock fight. But they have put it together. They have an absolutely stellar defense. And as far as weapons for Arizona State, I'm honestly not too worried, especially because Rashad White declared for the draft. DeMonte Trainum just decided to go fuck off and leave. Those are basically your weapons for Arizona State. I am not worried about Arizona State's passing attack, especially against this Wisconsin defense. Um, oh, I'm seeing down here, uh, they also had a couple cornerbacks opt out along with a linebacker. Well, that sucks for you, Arizona State. You're missing a lot of people in a game where you probably need it. So go ahead and give me the good defense for an easy cover in this one. Who you got, Eddie? Yeah, as you mentioned, Arizona State's just missing too many people. I didn't think that – I mean, White can go. He's a decent running back, but I – didn't think he was going to have much success against Wisconsin's defense anyway. Now you take out not only him, but both of the top two running backs. I just, I don't know where Herm's going to find points here. I, it's a public ass play, which is scary, but, you know, we kind of saw it last night with the Minnesota game where Minnesota was a public ass play, but and it worked just fine. It worked just fine. Some, sometimes they just don't move the line enough. And this kind of feels like one of them. So give me whiskey. Yeah, it's funny. The the line has only moved a half point in Wisconsin's favor at, at this point. Very weird. Opened up at six and a half. So uh, good old consensus averaging. Okay, well, we got a weird one coming up next, folks. Because in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl on New Year's Eve at 10 a.m. in God's time zone. Jesus Christ. I love that we get to start football so early. But man... You know what? I may still be drunk from the sim now that I think about it, because I don't have to work on Friday. So whatever. Fuck it. This will be on ESPN at 10 a.m. in God's time zone on New Year's Eve to kick off your day. Number 17, Wake Forest is a 14 and a half point favorite against five and seven coming in replacement Rutgers to save the day. Man, ain't no damn way I'm waking up at 10 a.m. on a day I don't have to to watch fucking Rutgers football. I'll be up I'll, anyway. Cause I'll, catch you, I'll catch you at halftime. Like, fuck that noise. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely hilarious. I fucking love it. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. This is your ball, Eddie. After you tell us what the Gator Bowl will give these fine folks. They've got themselves a Maui gym, sunglasses fitting. Ooh. Again, really hope they get the shades. I hope they do too. A, a fossil watch, a waterproof Bluetooth speaker, Ooh. some noise canceling headphones, right. a power bank, and the tile Bluetooth wireless tracker. Oh, like the, the stuff the little, you put on the keys and everything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a pretty that's solid like, haul. That's like a uh, like sharper image starter kit giveaway. Like yes, they got going up there. I like it <laughs> exactly. This is a you you were a person at CES that people want to try their products. So this is what you walk away with. Yeah, you you walk away with all this. Like, what are you giving away here? <laughs> so it's one of those. All right, sir, you have the ball. So go ahead and run with this. We've got it's fourteen and a half. You said it is. You know, I don't like the hook, but Rutgers fucking sucks, and I think they're just going to be happy to be there and collect their new toys and get whooped. Like, Wake Forest is a pretty legit team, and Rutgers is trash. Yeah, Wake might not be all that motivated, but I think even an unmotivated Wake at 10 o'clock in the morning is still 
three scores better than Rutgers is. So <laughs> give me the Deeks. I remember when I said I was going to violate my principle. <laughs> this is one of them because, look, I think Wake's going to be motivated because they tried so hard to get this game scheduled. This was the first one that actually did the replacement bit, and they had to go bottom feeding for this. And there was a lot of thought that Rutgers wasn't going to do it because the logistics just didn't make any fucking sense for Rutgers. I still don't think it makes any fucking sense for Rutgers. I don't think they've been practicing or preparing, and now they got to come back. It's like, hey, cut your Christmas break short. I'm sure they're going to be excited to head to Florida and get some bowl swag. But beyond that, they're just going to be happy to be there in attendance. I don't think they're really going to be able to have much preparation. Wake, on the other hand, is having an all-time great season. So they're going to want to do whatever they can to go ahead and make sure they finish this sucker out as strong as possible. So go ahead and give me the Demon Deacons as well. Um, I don't like the hook either, but I don't think it's going to matter that much. All right, so we are going to time travel just just a touch. We're still in New Year's Eve, but there was supposed to be a game at 1 p.m. It was on this website that I don't go to that often. They were going to stream it or also have it up on YouTube or some bullshit. Basically, this game was not going to be on TV. This website also may have some hot sports opinions about the entire COVID pandemic, and the COVID pandemic has come and canceled their ass. <laughs> so get fucked barstool yeah this is i mean god absolutely fucking hilarious so central michigan and boise state were supposed to play central michigan will go to the next game we talk about but eddie what did barstool have for the people that were going to attend this sad sack of a game well it was supposed to be a lululemon backpack wait a hold reveal on. wait hold on a lululemon backpack a Lululemon backpack. Okay. So the site that has a bunch of misogynistic assholes are handing out something from a business that caters primarily to oak women. Okay. All right. I got it. All right. All right. Makes sense. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just trying to put this together in my head, Eddie. Of course. A reveal custom suit jacket. A bucket hat. A hypervolt go massager. A BB Tech wireless waterproof Bluetooth light-up speaker, which is the most adjectives I've ever heard for a speaker. Does the speaker actually work with audio? Because I'm not really convinced after <laughs> all those adjectives. Look at all this stuff that happens besides sound. Oh, man. it It's also funny that Central Michigan, I guess some barstool jack-off was bitching and moaning about how Central Michigan, the reason the game got canceled is because Boise State could, didn't have the numbers. And I guess the Arizona Bowl tried to get somebody else to come, but Central Michigan was just like, no, fuck y'all. We're going to the Sun Bowl. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna, out. We're going to go get to the actual ball that's on fucking TV. Yeah, because the payout jumps from like 125 grand to <laughs> like. Way the hell more than that. I think oh God, like eight fifty. So I think. Oh great. <laughs> it's so you know the fact that they were only giving the teams one hundred and twenty five grand is such like broke boy shit that is so perfect for those assholes. And, like I hope they lost so much money. On this. And, and the giveaways too. It sounds like a fucking pedophile starter kit. Okay, you <laughs> give them the Lulu Melon backpack. 
which is just weird. Like, hello here, fellow kids. I'm with the hip stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. A suit jacket that is named Reveal? Yeah, gotta be creepy. Yeah, that 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 sounds entirely creepy. And you, you cannot convince gun. me. Yeah, that hyper X that that you cannot convince me that's not some fucked up sex toy. <laughs> you cannot convince me otherwise. This this all sounds very weird, very on brand, and um well, I guess cancel culture comes for us all. HLS is going away, so whatever. Look, it happened to us too. Even though it was by our choice. We didn't waste money on a fucking bowl, you idiots. But hey. We're going to go ahead and instead. At 11 a.m., we got competing bowls going on as Central Michigan upgrades to El Paso for the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Because as opposed to Barstool's bullshit, it's great. <laughs> I feel awful for that joke. Like, no, you don't. You, you've been waiting <laughs> to make that for probably since the bowl was announced. Eddie, Again, Eddie. it is not the Frosted Flakes Bowl. It is the mascot <laughs> of the cereal bowl. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> oh, God. But, Eddie, I promise. I only make my jokes like I thought of that literally five seconds before I did it. Don't give me that much credit. <laughs> uh, so I had to go to you for this line because Action Network couldn't have it. We got Wazoo favored by seven points over Central Michigan. I'm going to go ahead and take Wazoo in this one, Eddie. Seven points seems about right. Wazoo is the better team. I think Central Michigan's just happy that they're going to get to go to a much better bowl game, much better scenery. El El Paso, secretly, if if you have never been, it is one of the most beautiful cities in the eastern United States where the bowl game is actually played in the Sun Bowl. It's fucking gorgeous. Like it is a awesome little game to be at. So they're going to be happy. They're going to take their big payout and they're going to go ahead and take their ass kicking from Wazoo. Who do you got, Eddie? Yeah, they're going to go down and get hammered in Juarez. Uh, I was, I was already planning on taking Wazoo because originally they were supposed to play Miami. And anytime you can fade Miami in the Sun Bowl, you do it because it's good money to be made there, as we've seen. Multiple times in the last decade. Oh, man. Feels so good. Uh, Because I don't want these boys to now lose out on their gifts, the Sun Bowl will be giving them... You've got your gift suite, which I'm assuming will have a wide assortment of cereals, Mm -hmm. a majestic pro base fleece pullover, a timely watch, which... Obviously better than an untimely one. Yeah, I'm glad it's timely, yes. An OGO Excelsior backpack, a cap, and a souvenir coin. I, I think they upgraded. There was no gift suite at Barcel's Bowl. I think they already upgraded alone with that. There uh, you go. They got a backpack that sounds like a huge upgrade. They don't have a pedophile jacket or weird sex toy. I think they made in Central Michigan... There are two winners of this bowl season. One is Central Michigan for avoiding the Barstool Bowl. The other is Memphis, who got to just hang out in Hawaii after Hawaii canceled on them. <laughs> yeah, good good way to go. And by the way, hat tip to Easy Post for just rolling with the punches of watching their money get flushed down the drain and actually making something of it. I think uh, they were giving away some of their shit on like a Twitter space or something. <laughs> so, All right. I mean, Free advertising, whatever. You, you get what you pay for, and 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 in some cases you don't, and then you got to make up for it. So kudos to you, Easy Post. But, uh, yeah, you know, 
we're also big on fading the Mac when it comes to bowls. So that's a, that's a pretty easy wazoo play, I think. Absolutely. All right. We are going to move now. I lied about the one day of time travel because for whatever reason, the Tax Act Texas Bowl, which is going to be played over down at NRG in Houston, they want to have a game on the 4th, which is a Tuesday. It's after, it's after all the other bowls. Like by that point, like I, I, I love every bowl game. I really do. I want to watch every single one. But once you've given me the New Year's Six and the playoffs and all that, you want me to go debase myself with LSU and Kansas State? Yeah, once you've had the ones that actually count, you can't go back to just the completely (laughs) meaningless middle-of-the-road balls. But we're here anyway. We'll be here at 8 p.m. in God's time zone, Tuesday the 4th. Eddie, uh, are they getting their taxes done at this bowl? No, this is your typical rodeo bullshit. They do get a gift suite and a Nike backpack, All right. a hat, a drawstring bag, a belt buckle, a cowboy hat, and a bandana. A <laughs> belt buckle. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Come here, LSU and Kansas State, and get your fucking cowboy on. Awesome. There you go. All right, Eddie. Go ahead and pick this shit. Uh, fuck Brian Kelly. Give me K-State. Yeah, uh, fading the SEC, going with that principle again. And uh, I honestly couldn't tell you who's going to be going for LSU. I don't know who's coaching. I think the interim may not be retained, so I don't think he gives half a shit. I don't know if the players give a shit. They got to play K-State. Like, <laughs> never, never, like not a team you want to play no. if your motivation is not up. Now, the thing that does worry me is K-State's offense has been suspect many different times this season, so that does concern me, but not against this LSU team. They got a lot of quit in them, and I think we're going to see it on full display when they have to drag their ass out on a Tuesday night to go play in Houston. I don't think so. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We have nothing but bangers after this. The rest of the New Year's Six. And a couple other fun top-tier bowls coming at you right after this. All right, and before we get into the New Year's Six, we got a couple other bowl games to get to. The first is the last bowl game that will feature an unranked team. That will be number 21, Arkansas, taking on unranked Penn State. This will be New Year's Day at 11 a.m. in God's hungover time zone on ESPN2. It's the Outback Bowl. I forget who is who in this one as far as the free shit you can get on the appetizer. Who's Bloomin' Onion? Who's the coconut shrimp? Which, by the way, the coconut shrimp's bullshit, man. Hate it. No, Kona uh, Shrimp's great. No, uh, no, it doesn't go. Not at Outback. Oh, well, yeah, not at Outback. <laughs> it tastes, no, it tastes nothing like, is particularly great at Outback. Look, but. that Bloomin' Onion, I, I will say yeah. the coconut shrimp is, is highway robbery. But anyway, uh, Penn State favored by one and a half points in this one. Um, the total in this is 47. Uh, but before I rob the kids of their well deserved gifts, they throw in a few shrimp on the Barbie in a gift suite, Eddie. Buddy, we've we have got the bowl gifts Mount Rushmore here. Oh, you you have a hundred and fifty dollar Amazon gift card. Nice. The fossil watch, the Jostens ring, the hat, <laughs> and the twenty five dollar Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Wait, 
<laughs> Hold on. Those cheap asses barely paid for one of their own steak dinners. Yeah, pretty much. You'd that, think they'd at least kick them 50, right? I Yeah, like, what the hell? Go up a denomination. What the fuck's wrong with you? Especially after you... They're going to have to use the Amazon gift card to pay for an Outback gift card just to pay for their fucking dinner. Come on, it's man. R- it's rough out there, man. Get your shit together, Outback. Look, it's post-pandemic, all right? Like, if these kids are Is gonna- it? Is it? Yeah, you're right. Look... If these kids are going to brave Omicron to have a fucking cheap steak, like, at least pay for the whole thing, man. Come on, <laughs> you fuckers. Anyways, uh, look, this is this is now rough because we're, we're going against, should we fade the SEC who hasn't won a bowl game yet? And I am determined to believe, based on my picks, hasn't won a bowl game yet. Or Penn State, who I don't particularly trust, mostly because of their coach. <laughs> yeah, always, always great clock management will be in play here. Uh, let me see who have they lost. Uh, Penn State has lost their defensive coordinator, who will now be the head coach of Virginia Tech, Brent Pry. Uh, Franklin apparently hasn't named an interim DC. That seems like something you should figure out to do. Two leading tacklers out for Penn State. Uh, da da da. Oh. Arkansas has a wide receiver that declared for the draft, and Trey Williams declared for the draft at defensive end. Uh God. You know what? I'll take the better quarterback of this one. I'll take Arkansas. Let's let's get the SEC back going here. Who do you got, Eddie? Yeah, I just don't like James Franklin, and I really like this Arkansas team, so woo pig. There we go. All right, moving on. Number 15, Iowa. Number 22, Kentucky. Yeah, you are ready for this to be a top 25 Verbo Citrus Bowl matchup. This will be the final game at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida, where Kentucky is the three-point favorite over Iowa. 44.5 is the total. Oh, beautiful low under there. This will be at 12 p.m. on ABC. We got dueling bowls once again. It will not be the last dueling bowl. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, first off, the kids will get themselves a $400 Amazon gift card, a fossil watch, an OGO backpack, and a commemorative football. And as for the pick, well, you already know, we hate Iowa. Give me (laughs) Kentucky. Uh, The under seems like another good play. Um, Mm -hmm. And I... Again, I, I think we're, we're fighting the upper tier, getting back on the getting the SEC back into play here. Look, the thing here, because we have this lovely little thing for Action Network to let us know, you know, the opt outs and everything. And it says here, like amongst the opt outs, it made sure that we know that Spencer Petras is listed at the starter for the Hawkeyes. And if I've ever seen a sentence that says, run the fuck away from the Hawkeyes more than that one sentence right there. (laughs) Folks, I don't know what else to tell you. Iowa's offense is hot ass. The only way they're winning this game, and they very well could do it, is by the defense scoring points. Again, it could very well happen in here, but Kentucky's not a fling the ball around kind of team. They are kind of like Iowa. (laughs) They kind of rely on their defense and and a little bit of ball control offense for the most part. So, uh, especially since there are two wide receivers that are going to, uh, we're in a car accident, Josh Eli and Isaiah Epps. So I think even more running going to be going down there. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and give me the Wildcats. Next up, you know, Year's day in the middle of the afternoon, 4 PM and God's time zone. 
Boy, this is a mouthful. It can't just be the Rose Bowl. It's the Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One. Not just Capital One. Capital One Venture X. I have no idea what that is. It sounds like some kind of NFT that somebody's going to put out soon. Eddie, what are the kids getting here? Well, they've got a gift suite, a fossil watch, an OGO backpack, and a new era 950 snapback hat. And a nice view of the mountains. <laughs> that was very underwhelming for this game. The so-called granddaddy of them all. So the Citrus Bowl's out here throwing out $400 worth at Amazon. You're giving out snapback hats. It's it's weird that everyone from Ohio State doesn't give a shit about this game. <laughs> yeah. Look, there is a laundry list of people out for Ohio State. You got Garrett Wilson, Nicholas Pierre, Haskell Garrett are not going to play. And future NFL Chris Olave, though, still playing. Nah, he's out. Oh, they finally declared yeah. out? Oh, this uh, is Action old. Network is not up to up to uh, time on that one. He's, yep. He opted out yesterday. Yep, well, there you go. Uh, we also have Antoine Jackson, Cody Simon, Seven Banks, and Marcus Williamson. Also declared as not practicing for Ohio State. Uh, this was as of yesterday. Okay. Let's set on Tuesday. So Tuesday's practice. I guess they're about 24 hours behind on this. Uh, so far, Utah hasn't had any draft declarations. And that is why Utah, uh, excuse me, Ohio State has fallen from an eight-point favorite to a four-and-a-half point favorite in this game. That all being said, I'm still taking the Buckeyes because <laughs> they still have C.J. Stroud. They still have a hell of a lot of weapons on that team. Utah's defense is good, but um, I don't think they're going to be beating Ohio State good. Now, look, Ohio State, I am still mad at you forever for losing to Michigan and putting them in the playoff. You assholes. How dare you? But I still think we got a talent discrepancy here. And despite all the opt-outs, you know, the nice part about being Ohio State is – you just kind of replace the five stars and four stars with more four and five stars. So I don't think they're going to be hurting that much. Who do you got, Eddie? I've actually got Utah here. Battle, uh, yes. You know, again, this comes down to motivation. Ohio State does not give a shit about this game. They really don't. Uh, I think it's clear with the amount of players that have opted out. It's uh, our, our good friend Ramsey uh, from 11 Warriors had a very funny tweet. Uh, I guess it was yesterday. Where he was like, huh, weird. All Ohio State fans have been bitching about how this game doesn't mean anything and are now upset that the players are opting out because they don't think the game means anything. Weird. We could have done this. <laughs> <laughs> We're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, we, we've seen this scenario once before with Utah back when they beat Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Utah's going to, you know, they don't get shots like this. This is their first ever trip to the Rose Bowl. I think they are going to be. Amped beyond belief. I'm I'm taking them straight up money line. Ooh. Uh, I like I like the Utes here, man. All right. So we got our first battle in the New Year's Six. Let's see if we get another one cooked up here at the All-State Sugar Bowl. This will be at the Caesar Superdome, Hell Gambler, and Nola. Our first top ten matchup so far in this bowl season. Number seven, Baylor. Number eight, Ole Miss. This will be prime time at 745 in God's time zone on New Year's Day on ESPN. Total on this one is 55 and a half. The oldest of all Mississippis is a one and a half point favorite. Eddie, 
what are the kids getting down at the Sugar Bowl? Well, down at the Sugar Bowl, you've got a gift suite, a fossil watch, a new era hat, and a hooded t-shirt. That gift suite better be good. What the hell? Uh, hopefully. I'm expecting more out of you, New Year Six. Come on. Bring it. All right, who do you got, Eddie? I'm taking Ole Miss. You know, Baylor still doesn't know who they're starting at quarterback with all the health issues they've had. And regardless of who they choose, they ain't got Matt Corral. I, I've i I've been pretty heavy on this Ole Miss team throughout the year. I think they're a fun team to watch. And I think Corral's going to want to show out, get some good tape in his last game for his draft stock. And you know that Lane is going to be more than happy to let him go out there and get a showcase. So I'll take the ribs. I'm taking Kiffy Kinson, the oldest of all Mississippis as well. Uh, I think, again, talent disparity here. Uh, Baylor does have a pretty decent defense, but they don't got much of an offense to speak of. And after a while, you're going to have to score some points here. And I know Ole Miss's defense is not that great more often than not, but I think they will be more than sufficient against an offense that, well, let's be honest. Did you watch that Big 12 championship? What wasn't great, was it? Do you remember how much great field position Baylor got because yeah. Oklahoma State kept shooting themselves in the damn foot? This is only a one-and-a-half point favorite for Ole Miss? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take that line. Sounds good to me. All right, playoff time, Zeddy. Let's time travel back to New Year's Eve. We are going to start mid-afternoon on New Year's Eve, 2.30 in the afternoon on ESPN. This is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, Liars, at AT&T Stadium over in Arlington, Texas. We got another double-digit spread, but of course it belongs to number one Alabama, who is a 13.5-point favorite against number four Cincinnati. 55, uh, 57.5, excuse me, is your total. What is the Cotton Bowl over at Jerry World going to give them? Well, they are hard to find on here. Uh, they would not disclose. Oh, my God. You lying sons of a bitches. <laughs> not only do you move this game from its rightful home to the fucking billion-dollar asshole Jerry World, you won't even say what you're giving the kids. They have been through so much bullshit. Look, Cincinnati is the first group of five team to ever make a playoff, and you don't even have the nerve to say what they're getting. You better be paying their asses under the table. That's all I can say. There better not Here's be gift hope. cards. It better just be $100 bills. Just you, Here you go. Here's a stack for you. Here's a stack for you. And then it's okay. But anyways, to the pick, I am violating my double-digit thing here because Cincinnati, you in trouble, son. You in a lot of trouble. Especially you gave Nick Saban a hell of a lot of time to prepare. Oh, God. God help you. All right, look. We saw Cincinnati play. Notre Dame should have beat them if they weren't shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. Cincinnati's a good team. They're going to come with some fight. But I've seen this movie before. I've been in your shoes before, Cincinnati. Bearcat fans, I have been here twice. Been here twice. It ends poorly each time. I am very sorry. But there's death taxes, and Nick Saban just coming to murder everybody in the semifinals. I don't see it being any different. I want to be wrong. I desperately want to be wrong. I don't think I will be, especially now that the hook has moved on the nice side of the key number of 14. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, you know, some people learn their lessons and, and some people don't. And I just don't feel like learning my lesson. Yeah. I, would, I would really like to take the hook off the next game and put it back on here. 
up to 14. The thing that gets me is Alabama missing Michi, one of their best wide receivers, against Cincinnati's secondary is going to be a huge loss. Obviously, Michi is not the only receiver that they've got. Bama's got other skilled players. Obviously, they're fucking Alabama. You know, Jamison Williams has been going off lately, but without having both Williams and Michi, you know, now they're able to key a little bit more. So maybe that helps. I don't know. The other thing, 74% of the money, or 74% of the tickets, 92% of the money is on Alabama. And this is an Alabama team that all year we've said is a vulnerable team and not Bama-level Bama. I mean, Spapluse has this as a four-point win. So I, I know it's history repeats itself, and going against it is fucking insanity. But here we are once again. Give me the Bearcats. It's too many points. I, I, I appreciate the gumption, Eddie. I really do. Uh, look, it ain't I, gonna work, but Dan's gonna work. try. I, I, I want to be with you. My heart is with you, Eddie. My brain is saying, "Oh dear God, why are you doing this?" That's fair. Hey, look, I do remember though that we ended up having like a side bet or whatever about Notre Dame, like not getting their doors blown off or something, and that's how I had the yeah, asterisk. Notre Dame covered, so you know what? It could happen. Old back door could come back because that is the thing about this game is. There is only one week until the next game, and you might just want to hold some people back off on the sidelines if things start getting a little out of hand, and all of a sudden when you take your foot off the gas, the old back door just starts swinging open. So there is some hope there. But let's move on to the next one. This is the battle of two teams that are classically falling on their faces. Oh, I misspelled Georgia on the spreadsheet. Go me. Number three, Georgia. Number two, Michigan. This is the Capital One Orange Bowl over in the House of Nightmares known as Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. 630 in God's time zone. Friday, New Year's Eve. Georgia is a seven and a half point favorite. 45 is the total. Eddie, who do you got? Fuck Michigan. Give me Georgia. I, Georgia, please, please, don't. The world sucks. <laughs> Everything is on fire. Apparently, the big ice cap just is about to break off, so we're all fucked. Like, don't let one of the last years of college football end with Michigan making the championship game. Don't do this. The Braves won the World Series. This is your year. <laughs> Fucking get their ass. I hate the hook. I hate how they looked in the SEC title game. I don't know what the hell happened. I hate that Michigan might actually be this good. It offends me deep down to my core. Fuck Michigan. Go dogs. Well, I mean, look, Michigan may not, in fact, be that good, Eddie, because, I mean, just look at the list of teams they played. Beyond the one game against Ohio State, where apparently Ohio State just completely fell the fuck apart, that's about it. I'm not overly worried, and I'm also not. You think, this is the last chance I have to pick against Michigan? You think I'm going to come here on this podcast and pick Michigan? Fuck no. Fuck Michigan. Give me the dogs. Give me the dogs big here. Please, for the love of God. Kirby, (laughs) do not do your Georgia bullshit in this. You just can't do it. I need you to beat the brakes off of Michigan so bad 
that I want every Notre Dame bullshit narrative about not being able to win the big game and weak-ass schedule to come back on Michigan a thousandfold. I'm begging you, let it happen. Well, that leaves us one more game, and it is on New Year's Day right at noon on ESPN. It is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl over at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Number nine, Oklahoma State. And your number five, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, who still remains a two and a half point favorite. 45 and a half is the total. We know everybody got a PlayStation 5, but what else these kids getting, Eddie? Uh, no, that was it. They get a PlayStation 5 and a game to be d- determined. But uh, I was yeah, trying no, to. That was, that was all she wrote. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of quality considering how hard those fucking things are to find. Yeah. That's not a cheap system. I was trying to figure out. They, and they also got the disc system. They didn't get the cheaper digital only model because they got a physical copy of a game. So that would be an all time fuck you if Sony actually gave the disc this version. <laughs> and, and a disc game. That would be pretty funny. Uh, I couldn't figure out what the game was. I, I tried my damnedest to figure out what it was, but I could not see it from the like five seconds of footage it was available. But all that being said, Folks, we have heard the narrative. Notre Dame hasn't won a big New Year's game, even though they've totally won a ball on New Year's. But besides that, I know BCS Bowl, New Year's Six Bowl. We've always lamented the draws that we get in these games. We get the team that just fell outside of the playoff. We draw a playoff win against all-time great teams. We know how that story ends. We've seen it happen to us too many different times. But this time, folks... We got the draw. Finally, we got the damn draw. We get to play an Oklahoma State team that face-planted at the Big 12 title game. That offense did not get any better. Well, actually, it did get better. Warren is actually going to be in this game. But besides that, <laughs> they still got the same quarterback. They still they got a good defense. I know that. So, so I am a little bit worried about Jack Cohn, just kind of in general. But... This is the draw you want. I know we're missing Kyle Hamilton. I know we're missing Kyron Williams. But you know what? Chris Tyree's pretty good. He says his toe's feeling just fine. He feels 100%. That's a good thing. That Logan Diggs kid, also pretty damn good. We also got big old bus incarnate, Audric Estime, also good. You still got Jack Home that's kind of figured it out, but you know what else we got, Eddie? You know what we got? What's that? We got Blake Fisher returning. We have Alt and Fisher at tackles. And oh, just saying that it moved. I cannot wait for this game. For the love of God, guys, take those PlayStations. Stay the fuck in your hotel rooms. Play play it masked in your hotel rooms. I don't give a fuck. Do not COVID your way out of this shit. I swear to Christ, Gundy, if you fuck over Notre Dame by COVIDing your ass out of this game... We cannot have the HLSM be the only Fiesta Bowl of record. Please. That being said, you're giving me three points. When the going gets tough, the Irish have managed to win games by a field goal quite a bit. Two and a half, less than three. That's just math. Give me the Irish to finally, finally get off that big New Year's snide. Who do you got, Eddie? I mean, the vibes around Notre Dame could have been at perilous lows 
and honestly, since the Freeman changeover, are as good as I can remember in my lifetime. It would be absolutely foolish to come out and lose this game. Like you said, we have not had a big bowl win since 93. I don't give a shit about the Music City Bowl. I don't give a shit about the Champ Sports Bowl. This is a real-ass bowl. You mentioned, you know, we do typically end up seeming to draw teams that were just barely on the outside looking in. This year, we are that team. And while typically, oh, you may worry about motivation, I mean, if you watch everything that's come out of the university in the last two, three weeks, are you worried about motivation with these guys? Oh, God, not in the least. No, not at all. Not to mention, you've got Oklahoma State has gotten where they are because of their defense. Their defense coordinator left. I There have been conflicting reports as to whether or not he has stayed or gone. My understanding was he was originally going to stay, and then Ohio State was at, finally was like, uh, no, actually, we need you to come on up. So, skeet out. So, either way, he's going to be a bit distracted. Now, granted... He's still going to be preparing for Notre Dame either way, which kind of sucks for us, but is what it is. But man, it would just be fucking silly to lose this game. I I think we said it a couple weeks ago. Whoever plays Notre Dame in a bowl, God help you, because this team is going to be ready to A, take out some aggressions, and B, they're all pretty fucking ready to run through a wall for Marcus, it seems like. it would It would be absolutely silly to lose this game. So let's just go out there and beat the shit out of them, huh? Give me the Irish. That sounds like a good plan. I love it. Let's start the Freeman era with a dub. So there you have it. We we got a few battles this time around, kids. We'll, we'll go through the results on the last pick show when we also pick the national title game. That'll be a quick one. But Eddie, we're coming to the end here. It's been a very, very good year. And I think uh, those good times are going to keep on rolling with this. We're going to cap this sucker off with a W. I cannot wait for New Year's Day. Only a few days away. One last game week over here at Her Little Sons. And Eddie, I agree with you. It would be really dumb to lose. Really dumb. So let's go ahead and win that one. Lead us out, sir. Kids, I, I know that New Year's Eve is a, a big drinking night for a lot of people. But remember, we got an early kick on Saturday. All right? It's it's a noon kick down here in Texas, which for your boy is an early kick, that's for sure. <laughs> you got the Omicrons running around. You got playoff games to watch. Maybe maybe take it a little easy. Enjoy the football because you're going to want to be full bore ready to go for this Fiesta Bowl. We got a lot of good football coming up, kids, and it's going to be a damn shame when it's gone. So enjoy it. And man, let's get this fucking win. I'm so tired of talking about the 93 Cotton Bowl. It was so long ago. I was eight years old, Ryan. Oh my God. That's so long ago. Fuck it. Let's go, kids. You already know the song. As always, go Irish. And hail Gamble. And there you have it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Got a couple more left for you. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you happen to get your podcast feeds at. You've got to be there Thursday night, 9 p.m. for the Fiesta Bowl Sim. Twitch.tv slash for Little Sons. 
HerLittleSons.com slash Discord for the Discord channel. Of course, we'll be at HerLittleSons for another week or so. Till next time, y'all go Irish beat, folks. Let's fucking win one. Have a good one. <laughs>